If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 and ESPN690.com. Hey everybody, Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish wanted me to record this video to help you guys in the pronunciation of the I name in the list of storm names for this hurricane season. And that's Isaias. Four syllables, Isaias. Isaias. It's actually the Spanish version of the biblical name Isaiah. Hope that helps. Absolutely it helps, Lorena and Clan from Action News Jacks. Hey. Why? Isaias. And then this thing's kind of, it's making its way a little bit towards Florida, possibly. Right? Yes, it's We're not... providing a bit more of a scare on a Friday. Well, hey, do you know what scares me? When we name Isaias. hurricanes after biblical references. Isaias. Yeah, that scares me. Okay? I don't want biblical references associated with my hurricanes. Okay? I want fun. I want low-key names associated with my hurricanes. I don't want biblical references, man. So what, That's what, trouble. What would be like a name that would work? Anything besides Joe. Isaiah. Like, what if we just started? <laughs> say Job? Is it such a Job? No, Job. Oh, I thought he said Job. <laughs> what if we... I said Job. Well, that's biblical, too. What yeah, Job's better. Them after, like, animals. Like, Hurricane Bunny's coming through this weekend. Isaias. By the way, uh, Lorena Inklin is one of the nicest people in the world from CBS 47 and Fox 30. And uh, very talented. Uh, you catch her in the mornings, by the way, on the, all weekend long, Saturday and Sunday on CBS 47 and Fox 30. She saw, when you say, play that again. Isaias. Like, I feel like she could be a teacher. Yeah. Or, like, she should be Surrey. <laughs> she, she should be used like a, as, like, the, the wave navigation choice. <laughs> yeah, she, she might have a gig there, man. She I, dominated. I, I think she could do that. Isaias. Yeah. So, like, hey, Siri, what's the name of the hurricane? Isaias. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. Lorena, I, just gave, I don't know if she likes that job or not, but it just made her Surrey. I mean, it could be very lucrative, I feel like. I feel like it yeah. could be. So I think she would like but it. But I think it's a compliment. Yeah. That's what I mean it by. Exactly. But once again, don't name hurricanes after biblical references, please. Because that's scary. Yeah. That's scary. I mean, uh, do you not agree with me or not? I can be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you want your hurricane to be named Revelations? Because do, you know <laughs> do you know how that book went down? Did you go to Bible school? Spoiler, it didn't uh, end that well for anybody in that book. When do we get to Hurricane Revelation? <laughs> hurricane Revelation? If the hurricane's ever in Revelations, game over. It's you know, like, I'm, I'm just going to go in my basement. I'm going to find a basement and I'm going to batten down the hatches <laughs> and be like, all right, well, we'll see you guys later. There's uh, no way. Hey, by the way, uh, stay tuned with 104.5 WOKV and also CBS 47 and Fox 30. Mike Borish, of course, in uh, the Action News Jack's first alert weather team has uh, the hurricane covered all weekend long. And, and if you are just catching up, this one, it just became a hurricane, I think, in the last uh, 36, 48 hours. And the track, if you looked at it a few days ago, had started like at over on the Tampa side of Florida was yeah. where the cone was. Well, now the cone, and then yesterday, I think it was, the cone was pretty far off mm -hmm. Jacksonville. So it really swung. Well, now it's kind of shifted back toward the coast mm -hmm. uh, and not right on top of us. And not sitting here with a Category 3, 4, 5 type of hurricane doesn't look like, but it looks like a Category 1 hurricane, which is obviously still very significant. And uh, I, I watched Mike last night and said the beaches uh, could could take a beat once again. 
And uh, already, after all the storms in the last, you know, three, four, five years, uh, something to keep our eye on for sure. And so keep an eye on on uh, WOKV 104.5 FM and also on CBS 47 Fox 30 uh, with Mike Burrish and the entire weather team and Action News Jack's team all weekend long. Uh, We are ready to uh, follow it and they are ready to follow it. So uh, if it develops further and closer, uh, we'll be all over it uh, on both TV and radio side. Uh, one more thing to get to on the hurricane front. Yeah. You mentioned names. Names. So yeah. th- there's 21 reserve names this year for hurricanes. Reserve names? Reserve names. Like that's what they, they're, they're saying. If we get to 21 storms, we got it. What happens after cover. 21? You know, if we get 21 hurricanes this year, Brent, I think, I mean, once again, 2020, let's just. Good game world. We're not even Good into game. August though, which is not even like prime hurricane season yet. I don't believe we're on and we're nine right on now. I. Yeah, we're, we're on we're on nine right now. So we got we're, you know we're on Isaias. We're, we're on Isaias, but we got plenty more to go, bro. We're not even halfway Isaias. there yet. We're, we're, <laughs> we're not even halfway there yet. Arthur, Berther, Berther, Berther. A little respect. That's a little uh, Rhode Island coming out of yeah. here. Arthur, Bertha. Yeah. <laughs> I love when Rhode Island actually comes up. <laughs> Cristobal. Yeah. Dolly. Yeah, so you see, get this one right here. What's this one? What's this one? Edward. Okay. With an O U A R D. I know. Those are for Where's Lorena when you need her? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Faye. Is she at a diner? Okay. Gonzalo. Yeah. Uh, she's at Mambo's. Yeah. Uh, Hannah. Aggressive movie. Isaias. Say what you want about that, biblical. Next is Josephine. Kyle. Kyle. Laura. <laughs> Marco. Depending on your what you call maybe your grandmother, your kids' grandparents, and how you feel about your mother in law. Hurricane Nana could be one heck of a one. I didn't see this one. (laughs) Nana is in it. I see it now. Someone is going to Photoshop a very like stereotypical grandma. Spinning towards wherever that hurricane's going. It's going to be the worst hurricane of all time. It's going to wear out its welcome. It's not going to take a hint, and it's going to tell it to leave, and it's just going to stay a little bit too long until you put it in a home. Food in the fridge. Still. Exactly. Shout out to my grandma, by the way. By the way, yeah, and my mother-in-law. We would yeah. not uh, hurricane Nana. No way. Yeah. So I have to be um, make sure I'm clear on that. But for some others, yep, hurricane Nana could be an interesting one in your household. I like it. Uh, Omar. <laughs> Paulette, Omar, Renee. Time out. Time out. One second. One second. What, what, when did this list come out? I, I think they actually do them uh, like a few years in advance. Okay. I think they do. I was just. Them. Well, just I was, was going to say, okay, and I, I, I don't want to make it racial here, but if since the oh, Black Lives go. Matter movement is big, it feels like they just kind of slipped in Omar a little bit just to appease the African-American community just in case. Well, you, they didn't? They have every other race kind of represented here, and also we throw an Omar in there. I'm seeing between the lines. Don't worry about maybe it. Maybe they going. were just ahead of the curve. M- m- maybe, ahead of the comb. Maybe they're big fans of the show The Wire. Did you ever watch The Wire? I've seen it, yes. Did you uh, see Omar? I haven't seen the whole thing, okay. but Omar, big in The Wire. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm on like start... episode 11. Okay. <laughs> okay. Have fun with that. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Keep going. All right. Sorry. Uh, that's the one I started like uh, last football season, yeah. and I'm on episode 11. <laughs> It's a good show, though. <laughs> it is. Another yeah. one I can't watch in the house. <laughs> I cannot watch it in the house. Let's just say there's, like, a, lot, actually, there's a lot of adult situations in and, that And show. Steph wouldn't even like that one. Oh, for real? No. Nah, yeah, then, then she doesn't want that. Then you're kind of... Yeah, yeah so I got I to gotta watch it on my phone. <laughs> but it's... It's not because, how it was intended. Because most people have said, like, The Wire, one of the greatest shows of all time. Correct. In terms of written and, and everything else. That's yeah. what a lot of people believe Without that. a doubt, yeah. So, Shout out to Omar. 
Paulette. Uh, Paulette, Renee, mm. uh, Sally, <laughs> Sally, Sally, uh, Teddy. Just call it Ted. No one's going by Teddy anymore. Teddy Roosevelt? That's about it. It's only Teddy I know. Yeah, Come not on. too many people go by Teddy, do they? No, 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 no. Uh, Vicky? Yeah. And Wilfred. Wilfred? <laughs> Wilfred. <laughs> I just think of Wilfred Brimley when I hear Wilfred. We had a, a, a farm near our house growing up, and Wilfred was like a 600-pound pig that everybody went to see. <laughs> yeah. Wilfred sounds like a 600-pound pig. Right. It's like a whole thing. Brent, so real quick here. If, if a hurricane's going to take out your house, you know, and, and, and you got to start over again, what name are you going with? Where it's like, man, this hurricane came through, and I know what I would not want to be um, hit by in okay. a big way. Hit me with it. I don't want to be hit by anything named Bertha. Bertha's my pick, man. It's your pick. Oh, it? Bertha is my number one draft pick right now wow. as a name. Is it Bertha the name of a driver? Big Bertha, baby. Big Bertha. Callaway. And I don't even yeah. golf and I know that. That's very good. Yeah. If, you, if you don't, but, well. but listen, and shout out to all the Berthas out there around the world listening to ESPN 690 right <laughs> yes. now. Listen There's to a ESPN lot of them. 690. In fact, but, it's one of our top three names that listen to the show is Bertha. And listen, I don't want to sound mean or, you know, judgmental but here. Soon. But here it comes right now. Didn't he already start to listen, say this one segment? He already Bertha. did. I don't mean to be racist here. But Omar. Yeah. So Bertha, listen, there's a, there's a connotation related around Bertha. Even Callaway went with it. Berthas are bigger. You know, they're heavier set. Yes. Let's just say. So, if I'm going to get wiped out by a hurricane... Not too many models named Bertha. Not, <laughs> not too many Victoria's <laughs> Secret fashion models dating NFL players or coaches right now named Bertha. Okay? Facts. True. Facts. Go ahead and fact check that for me and get back to me. So, with that being said, if I'm going to be taken out by a hurricane, I want to be taken out by the biggest, most intimidating hurricane, and that's Bertha. Because, once again, you're not going to say, whoa, here comes Bertha dating Tom Brady. You're going to say, well, there's Bertha at the Golden Corral line pushing people out of the way to get a second helping. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but that's probably been used in a sentence before. I'm not the first one to say that. Sorry for offending anybody. Sorry to all the Berthas out there, but it's true. Do you, I, do, do you know any Berthas? I don't. Okay, neither do I, so I don't feel bad. Good. I don't know, but I kind of feel like the bearded lady across the street from when I was a kid <laughs> probably was named Bertha. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right? So we're both going to be mean here. Yeah. We're both in the same boat. Yeah. I think uh, if I was to get wiped out by a hurricane, one of these names, I, I feel like Cristobal is kind of cool. Cristobal. Hurricane Cristobal. I'm not, I'm not mad at Cristobal. Everything else is kind of like, I don't want Hurricane Kyle. The Kyle, not I just think of Cartman saying Ka. Didn't we have a tropical storm, Faye, like a few yeah, years ago? Like How is it already a hurricane? They're Did they graduate? That. We, you know, we, we got we to have Boris the, on. I was going to say, we need to have the Madden ratings guy on, and we need to have the person who names these hurricanes. Boris will know. He does and, all and, and I want to know where these people's heads we, are at, because this is ridiculous. I just thought of a thing now. For hurricane season here, we will have Burge give us the Hurricane Madden rating. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is Burge can be a little careful. He can't be too lighthearted on the hurricane stuff. He's got it's a serious thing. Brent, thoughts and about we can't either really, but yeah, we can get with it a little bit more. Thoughts about Hurricane Marco? That's not a bad. Not one. bad. It's not bad, right? Like Marco, it's like Polo. Oh, th- there you go. <laughs> hey, very mature. But I think like Marco, I think of like you know. Tony Montana was like with Marco. You there know what I'm go. saying? It's like, you know, a little okay. gangster or something. Yeah. So I like Marco. That's fine. Yeah. Other than that, I, you know, I, I wouldn't mind Teddy. 
Mm, just because nobody says that anymore. That's a good point. It's not I, true. Every time now I think of Ted. Yeah. I think uh, the 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 movie. Yeah, with, with, with the bear, with Mark yeah. Wahlberg. Wahlberg, with, right? Marky War. Yeah, Marky. That's Mark. all I think about when I think of Ted. <laughs> I don't think of Ted Williams. <laughs> And you've been a big baseball yeah, guy. I think you go right movie. to the teddy bear. I go and Mark right to Wahlberg. the teddy bear, flipping people off and yeah. smoking. Well, and what about Teddy Bridgewater? Nope, nothing. Yeah, I don't right. think of Teddy. There you go. Okay. What a thing. I played baseball with a kid, a uh, good center fielder, by the way, at, uh, at Ashland, uh, Teddy Sturzinger. Okay, that's who else I think of when I think about Teddy. But sure. I wasn't thinking Bridgewater. No, you got another Teddy. I mean, I said Teddy Roosevelt. Well, yeah, that's like not. So out to the Rough Riders. Okay, well, um. You That's said Bridgewater. It. I mean, is there yeah, anybody br- Bridgewater named Teddy? Well, I think I have actually I have a cousin named Teddy. Do you? Yeah. Uh, I'm not even well, lying. He just hammered his name. I know. Well, he's cool, man. All right. Yeah. It's all good. You I'm can say whatever sure you want. Co- You're bigger than probably most of your cousins. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure he's in like a punk rock band, though, too, so I got to be careful with him. <laughs> Seriously, he is. <laughs> I got to be careful with him. I got to be careful with that one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Steven's still on the line? Okay, let's get him. Uh, Action Sports <laughs> Chats on ESPN 690. He hung through that. Uh, we're, we'll get to the NBA in a little bit. And Steven wants to go even more off topic. AEW, I think. It, Steven. It's what's Friday, up on a Friday, Friday man? Yeah, baby, let's get it. Friday, what's up? Uh, not too much. How about you guys? Staying, so staying casual, man. Nothing else going on over here. Names. How do you think we're doing? Fantastic. Oh, and pretty much to Brent's comment, if I wanted to get wiped out by a hurricane, I'd go by Hurricane Last Call. Because that's it. <laughs> Oh, I've heard that many times. It didn't stop me, though. Let's just say All that. All right. Uh, for Austin, two questions for you from AEW last uh, Wednesday night. All right, I got two How answers How did you like you. that main event tag team uh, match? Darby Allen, Mox? Yeah, well, I loved it. And first of all, keep in mind what went down before that match, right? Darby Allen gets a concussion. I'm sure that was not in the script. Probably a little upset about it. Darby Allen puts tacks on his skateboard and then jumps on top of the guy's back. Keep in mind, the same guy that gave him a concussion in the first place, you could tell that I think Darby Allen went off the script a little bit and gave him a little extra right there just because he caused a concussion from him. That, that guy's back was nasty, to say the least. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. But, I mean, you look at the aftermath, you got Darby Allen, John Moxley next week for the AEW World Heavyweight title. What you think about that? So, it's definitely going to be John Moxley, and here's the reasoning behind that. I think right now it's going to set up for a cage interaction. Cage is going to get revenge on Darby Allen for the whole skateboard incident, and you're going to have Cage taken on Darby Allen for the FTW belt. Keep in mind, Darby Allen. There's no limits to what that guy's going to go to try to get over with the crowd. So I, I can foresee a hardcore match, something like that, for the FTW belt later on in a possible pay-per-view where you start getting out the tacks, you get out the skateboards, you get out the chairs and the tables. I think that would be a pretty good matchup. And obviously, when you look at Cage, he's a he's a behemoth of a man, Darby Allen on the smaller side. So like if you stand them next to each other, it may not make that much sense. But if you make it a hardcore match, it definitely does. Oh, yeah. I expect John Moxley and Darby Allen to be a hardcore match. Uh, possibly. I don't think they're going to have a hardcore match, though, for the championship like that. They wouldn't do that. There you oh, go. man, not even a death match. Ugh. All right, Steven. Uh, hey, man, have a good weekend. Thanks for uh, jumping in. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. <laughs> hey, that was good.
I kind of burst his bubble, though, man. The guy wanted a death match, so well, I couldn't I deliver mean, it to him. You, you got to answer it the way you... I don't I mean, hey, tell hey, him how it is. I'm going to tell you how it is, man. Sorry. Is that could be a death match between John Moxley and Darby Allen. They just announced it here on Twitter. Anybody else get AEW uh, analysis on Doubt a Friday it. afternoon? Hurricane name analysis, AEW analysis, offending people named Bertha. We do it all on the show. Fastest growing show <laughs> in Jacksonville. Unless her name There's is Bertha. There's a reason why. Yeah. Uh, it's a good thing. I I hedged my Hurricane Nana bet because mother-in-law texted in. Right now? She was listening. What you, would you have to say? Nah, she's fine. I, okay, I mean, cool. I, I didn't say anything bad. It's yeah, yeah, but did I, think, that said something bad. I can't remember I what I said so. now. Okay, good. Good, we're okay then. It was a good thing. Woo. Uh, you get ready to deal with that somebody else, <laughs> maybe. Hurricane Nana. Yeah. I actually think some, that's kind of cool. So someone also chimed in here, playing dead uh, at Pancake Freak Thirteen on Twitter. Love that name for some reason, <laughs> Pancake Freak Thirteen. Uh, Teddy Bruski. Ah, Teddy Bruski. Yeah. Very good with one one D. Was it one D? Yeah, not two D. Okay. Not two Ds. I don't think. I think it's okay. one D. But still, but still Teddy nonetheless. Like TD. TD. TD Bruski. Yeah, is it one D? It is only one D. Why do I know that? Why do you know that? Oh, I know that. Yeah, and you say you're not a Patriots fan. My, yeah, I covered Teddy no Bruschi. When Teddy Bruschi, when they won that Super Bowl, Teddy Bruschi, after beating the Rams, mm-hmm. was going around the field and saying, I feel like Rocky. That's what he said? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he was yelling. I like That's, it, man. I'll never forget that about Teddy Bruschi uh, that year. That's awesome. Fun fact about him, too. He was his own agent. He didn't have an agent when he signed his Patriots contract. That's right. Did it on his own. He's an interesting guy. Everything yeah. that's happened to him, from the strokes to after football and and an analyst uh, and a heck of a career. Yeah. Underrated player. For sure. Uh, for the New England Patriots, for sure. And only one D in Teddy uh, for him. NBA, uh, real quick, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it, but quick thoughts on last night. Did you like the presentation of it? Yeah. Uh, did you think it went well? And obviously, you got two two good games. Yeah, two great games. I watched them both. Um. Yeah, overall, it, it was fantastic. I mean, I think you couldn't have asked for a better opening night from the NBA. And I'm going to be honest, yes, I miss basketball, obviously. I'm, I'm going to watch my Milwaukee Bucks tonight do their thing against the Celtics. But you know what else I missed I forgot all about was the halftime show. Was Shaquille. It just it makes you appreciate just how talented those guys are. I'm not sure if you caught it last night, but the the whole thing started with Shaq being late to the show. So then he tried to sneak in on the side and they called him out. Oh, it was it was like the best two minutes of television you're ever gonna see. It was hilarious. Um the I noticed that they were in the studios. Yeah. And obviously I think the desks they made them even wider. Yeah, for oh, social no, for sure. distancing. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I mean, they're all, it's already a big desk. Yeah. You got two big guys, but mm-hmm. they definitely widened that desk out. Yeah. And instead of going in, in different spots, they, they uh, obviously were in the I'm, studio in Atlanta. I'm going to say one thing, though, that, that I learned watching that Lakers-Clippers game. Um, Anthony Davis, right? Where we know Anthony Davis, obviously a very versatile, big man, um, can kind of play all around the floor in terms of offense. But I kind of forgot how great he is at defense as well. And keep in mind, if, if it, I mean, we'll see what happens here. But if it is the Lakers and the Bucks in the finals, Anthony Davis could probably lock up Giannis Antetokounmpo even better than maybe Kawhi Leonard could. Because Anthony Davis shut down Kawhi. And now Kawhi got his points eventually. But Anthony Davis, I forgot. And he's in the runnings they're talking about for defensive player of the year. Anthony Davis can play some defense, too, man. Don't get that twisted. Here's the impressive thing about Anthony Davis that I had to go look up and didn't know for sure is how good of a free throw shooter he is. Mm-hmm. You automatically think a guy that big can't shoot free throws very well. 
what it was the 18 and 19 last yeah. night or something like that 17 or 18 yeah, yeah. i did mean, the same thing with uh rudy gobert when uh towards the end of that game they fouled him and i was like he's going to line and it's tied i'm like ah He's probably going to make one of these, and then the other team's going to – but he drained both. You know how, like, you say, like, there's no way I could beat a guy. Like, you say this in, in golf, uh, say the major championship. Well, I couldn't even break 100 at the courses they're playing. Or, mm-hmm. like, you could never – could I even score two points against Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Here's one thing I could do. I can make more free throws than Dwight Howard. <laughs> like, I can def- – like, he could sit at the free throw line, I think, all day <laughs> and 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 might not get to 100. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's, like they had the lane violation. It's like Looks you can lane violation. You do another lane violation. No yeah. matter, you ain't making it. Well, what? that was a thing they had with Andre Drummond for a while. Oh, was yeah. at the end of the games, they would just foul him. Yeah. To line. I, I know but there's been a lot it. of guys like that, but the, hack a shack. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it's been like that, but it's just so no, Howard never has been able to. Mm-hmm. And now the funny thing is how much is in his head uh, and. That he moves like a foot and a half behind the line now. Yeah. So he's actually making it like a 16 and a half foot shot. <laughs> yeah, man. He's the, listen, sometimes, especially at free throws, you can be your own worst enemy. Oh, Dwight yeah. Howard, man, you can tell he's struggling. It's like my short game. What would you think of the hair, though, by the way? Like the pink mohawk yeah, kind of. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I was like, who is that? Right? And then number 39, I was like, oh, wait, who is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Dwight Howard. I, I don't mind it. I'm just saying. You think I could do it? Won't be mad at it. Could pull it off. I, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Uh, the a couple other things. You said Anthony Davis's defense. Yeah. I thought LeBron's defense last well, night was yeah, unbelievable. I mean, the last play of the game. Well, not only the last play of the game though. There were a couple of different times in the game mm-hmm. where he really. Ran, I don't know if it was fresh legs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because hey, I'm really not getting it done on the offensive end today, so I got to do something. Yeah. Uh, and I thought his defense, yes, at the end, but also. A couple of times during the game was was fantastic, and we just don't talk about those guys in in that light, right? We talk the only guy you talk about from an offensive standpoint and a defensive standpoint usually is Kawhi Leonard. Correct. And uh, I thought LeBron and Anthony Davis played some great defense yesterday. Again, on the presentation of it though, uh, the fan stuff I thought was fantastic. It was a good look. I was convinced there was going to be more like people making fun, like finding one of the virtual fans and doing something with it, but I think the only one I saw is someone thought uh, one of the virtual fans looked like Chris Bosh. Yeah. So I, that was the only one that I saw people like joking hey, about it, but it looked good. What was up with the Pelicans virtual fans? They couldn't fill up a whole virtual stadium? Did you see that? <laughs> there was like half the seats were open. Well, it might have been a might have been a technical glitch. Well, let's hope so. You got Zion Williams. What more well, do you want that, for Pelicans fans? While you're talking about that, that was my first thought. I was watching that game at the end. I know Zion's on a minute restriction because he's your future for the next however many years. But mm-hmm. like. It's a close game. We I mean, haven't played in five months. Do we need, still well, need the minute dis- restriction here? No. Well, and for, I for, think he's okay. For him, like, he didn't really get to, remember, he had to leave. He left the bubble, so he didn't get to do a lot of, like, yeah, warm up. So it's good like, point. but, but to me, it's like, you're the Pelicans. You need every win you can get. Zion's sitting on your bench at a tied game with yeah. 30 seconds left. What are we doing here? Yeah, doesn't make doesn't doesn't make those betters uh, that third highest betting option very happy. No, absolutely <laughs> not, man. And by the way, NBA scores right now going on. We got the Magic up 107 to 77 in the Whoa. third quarter. Hey, Which not it went playing into any the second, defense. by the way, uh, only like three point separation. So Magic are doing well. Well, yeah. by the way, um, see that's what you get for playing at home. <laughs> That's right. I mean, that's a good point, man. That that's home, home court advantage. Court. <laughs> well, I'd also say the Nets are a shell of their actual team, yeah. too.
Come on, Kuzma. Yeah, I, mean, just, I know. I, I'm just Kuzma's getting all analytical. Kuzma's getting all analytical on the Nets versus Magic right now. Oh, I've is been that, watching it since the show how, started. Oh, that's right. You have a TV. I forgot yeah, about let's that. Let's go with home court advantage. Yeah, let's say home court advantage. By the, the way, they Nets just went into the, the end of the third, uh, 111 to 82. Hey, don't ever get analytical with the Nets ever again unless Kevin Durant's playing. Who else is playing right? Is this, uh, there's some other games. Yeah, it's the right? Memphis Grizzlies taking on the Trailblazers right now. Early in the first quarter, 16-17. Got you know, I mean, it'd be nice. You know, John Morant's playing. Some Murray State. If I had a TV right now, I'd be watching that. But it's all good, though. Maybe next year. Maybe we, next year. That could. Big happen. news coming down the pipe, though, Brent. Eventually, here for us. We do. Yeah, we're, we're we have a big announcement coming up uh, in a little bit. Uh, that will happen. A little more on the NBA. Uh, back to the NFL, college football. We got it all coming up uh, in the last ninety minutes of the show here, and uh, we'll try to get some clarification on some of those hurricane names for you. <laughs> I still want to know how Tropical Storm. I swear it was Tropical Storm Fay a few years back. How could how did they graduate to hurricane status? Well, may, may, yeah, maybe you have to recycle. Maybe you recycle it until it's a hurricane. So, like for instance, Faye was never a hurricane, so yeah. Faye got recycled again. Okay, you know, you might people be right. are lazy though. You might be there's, right. there's a million names out there. Come on, has Brent ever been one? Hurricane Brent ever been? I'll Name. Google it right now. I got it. Justin has had to happen. I bet Austin's happened. Yeah, but not the way they spell my name though. There's been a hurricane Brett. I don't know any of those. Hurric- it's Brent with an N. Um. All right. I, you figure it out in the break. Yeah, this is weird. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you about it after we come back on the show here. Okay. We'll talk some more sports, too, when we come back on ESPN 690. Isaias. Everything is obviously strange right now, so the limited access we have, so... Um, it's hard to find some place to get some real work and as well just try to stay social distance a lot from where, uh, from many people and try to stay safe. So, um, the work that I get, I take full advantage of it. I try to get as much as I can and, um, I'm paying attention to all the details, not really more so just trying to go hard and get everything, but just trying to get every single technique and every single detail down and, and able to bring it to the field and help the team. Thanks. Appreciate it. Jason on the Zoom call today, uh, or Microsoft Teams call. Yeah, careful there, Brent. <laughs> careful now. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot of inside stuff going on right there. But uh, I think uh, you hear that little computer yeah. noise. Oh. I think that was like when you raise your hand in the Microsoft team, like you, there's a button to raise your hand oh, okay. if you have a question. And so I think that's what that you're going to hear that stuff, though. Sure. Like, and I, by the way, I think people, the listeners and viewers and all the stuff that's gone on with TV and radio. And I think people have been very cool about that. They they understand it. They get yeah. it's a little bit different. And uh, Jackson's done a really nice job. They have a good setup down there to do the interviews and make the quality audio quality good and also the video quality good, uh, which is good because that's where it's going to come from. And th- that's going to fill a lot of TV shows and obviously uh, radio shows as well. But uh, Caleb on chase on talking to the media. CJ Henderson did as well. We talked a lot about those guys in the early going of the show today. Uh, other big news out of the J- Jags is Al Woods opted out. I haven't spent too much time talking about this. Uh, do they go get Marcel Darius? I mean, do you go look in, try to replace? Are you okay uh, with Russell, uh, last year's seventh-round draft pick, Avery Jones in the mix, what you already have on the defensive front? Yeah. And, again, I understand you don't know defensively exactly how they're going to line up, but from a big body standpoint, are you comfortable enough or do you need to go get somebody? 
once again, Devon Hamilton should be mentioned in there too. Correct. Once again, hard for me to really break it down because I don't know what they're going to run. But assuming it's a lot like last year, I think Dontavious Russell. And keep in mind, I think Doug kind of sang his praises a little bit last year in terms of kind of being a. I forgot what the term he used, but he was like, he's like a road great or a road blocker and how to move him. Like right, he takes yeah. up space is what you want out of a out of a nose tackle. Listen. I think if Marcel Darius is healthy, and keep in mind that's a big if because he's coming off a pretty serious core injury. Um, I forgot the exact severity of it, but if I'm not mistaken, he ripped it off the bone, ripped his uh, groin gro- muscles, yeah, off like the groin, and then uh, pretty much just ripped his core in half. Let's just say that it, it it sounded nasty. Exactly, and to be fair, you need your core obviously to be in working shape, um, to be functional in order to be a successful defensive lineman, to be a successful athlete, really in general. Word so I, I got today sure. though is he should be healthy, but he's still not with the team. But yeah. he should be healthy. Well, there's by a this difference time. between being healthy and being back to what. Well, that's you, good I mean, maybe yeah. you. I, I don't know. I mean, I, listen. I hope he's okay, but I'm not sure if that injury. How you can come back after that, I have no idea. With that being said, though, I think if he still has a lot left in the tank, you have to give him a shot. I don't even know if you need a lot left in the tank. The the beauty of Darius, in a way, which is why I was – remember when the Darius stuff happened? made a lot of sense, right? It's like, do $22 million. We knew that was going to happen. But I always said, hey, leave the door open on Darius. Now, I didn't foresee it with this situation. I just thought it would leave the door open because he likes Doug Marone. He liked being in Jacksonville. He he, He found a happy place in Jacksonville. Yep. And that he didn't necessarily have in Buffalo. He says that. That's his words, not mine. Mm-hmm. And I think his, his affection for playing for Doug Marone fits in there. He's great uh, in the run game. He already has a ton of money made. So he doesn't care that much about breaking the bank or going to find the next big deal. Yeah. So I think you could get him for reasonable money. And since all that happened, the Jacks have cleared a bunch of money off their books. Well, listen, and probably the most important thing about Marcel Darius, when he went down, the Jags' run defense went down as well. It did, big time. Uh, the the other thing about it, though, I do think you have to think about when it comes to a guy like Darius, is he kind of thinking along the same way as Al Woods. And and we don't know exactly the way Woods is thinking, but Woods is a guy who's made, I think I saw today, somewhere between like 15 and $20 million in the league. Now, Darius has made a heck of a lot more money than that. Mm-hmm. Woods is 33 years old. He's a veteran. He might be saying part of, you know, he, whatever the reasoning is, those are the guys that I think are like the, the the candidates for opting out. 33 years old, made a decent amount of money, 11 or 12 years into it. Does this make a whole lot of sense? Conversation we had a few days ago. Correct. Does this make a whole lot of sense to do this? And then if you add in whatever underlying conditions or maybe newborns or those things, too, well, that adds on to it. But mm-hmm. To me, Al Woods was the candidate to opt out. He was he kind of fits the profile of a guy that says, wait a minute now. And I even went to as far to say, if you're a player that's played 10, 11, 12 years in the league, and I gave you this example, like if you were still playing, would you do it? Yeah. And you're kind of when you get to training camp, that's the time you're like, do I really want to do this anymore? Mm-hmm. Like every, every veteran player at some point asks them that well, themselves, the, that question. Well, unless you're Brad Meester and you have a house full of like 10 <laughs> women, then you, you embrace it, man. You look forward to that. It's exactly what he told me. I'm like, dude, do you ever get tired of this? No, this is my vacation. Okay, Brad. Yeah. You got it. And so but no, I see you're everybody kind of says, all right, 10, 11, 12, I want to do this again. I want to go to another camp. No, I want exactly. to play this game. And so my point in that saying that earlier in the week was, well, if you already normally ask those questions, well, now you're saying 
Do I want to do it in this setting, in this environment where there is more risk, but there's also more, quite frankly, a pain in the butt to testing and going through more tests and not being able to do this in the building. And it's just not the NFL as I know it on top of. Do I really still want to do this? Like, do those questions go through players' minds? It has to. It has to, especially when you've been in the league 10, 11, 12 years. And so that's why I do think the Al Woodses of the world are, are a kind of fit where I would put it in a category of, okay, this, this guy's a candidate. Yeah. And so, but my point being, Marcel Darius might kind of fit in that same basket yeah. where I'm labeling guys. We talked to Doug Marone yesterday, correct? Yes. And at that time, he was very adamant saying that nobody, you know, gave the, you know, the indication that they're going to sit out the season or opt out due to COVID-19. Yep. Are you a little surprised literally the next day Al Woods comes out and says that he's going to opt out? Yeah, I, I guess uh, it was it's interesting timing, right? Yeah. But I guess I'm not surprised. I, I'm not surprised. I would think there's a couple things going on. In my opinion, the, the guys just reported on Tuesday. So by the time you report, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, it's test taking. It's not even like they're not really in the building yet. Mm-hmm. But it's your first, if you're a veteran, again, in this kind of category, it's your first little glimpse of, oh, this is the way it's going to be. What it's going to be like, yeah. And so it's like, well, all right, I got a few more days to figure this out. Now, mm-hmm. let me decide right now. I'm yeah. going back to my farm and I think Louisiana yeah. is where he has one. Yeah. And... Let's go for it. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and again, I, I, I'm being very nonchalant about it. I'm not trying. I think that's every right those guys have. Mm-hmm. I, I would say if I was in their situation, even without any underlying factors, family wise or anything else, I would probably ask myself that question. I think I would. I think I Brent, you made 17 million dollars in the league. You are 33 years old, which is old in this league. Uh, is this worth it? And, and by the way, in, in another thing to ask in Jacksonville is, uh, where are you going? Yeah. Like, it's not the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. It's not Seattle. It's not what the Patriots have been. I mean, again, I, I'm not sitting here telling – this is not Al Woods' situation. I'm not saying he thought of all these things. I'm saying those are thoughts that if I'm a player, I think those are fair thoughts to go through your mind. You're you're absolutely correct, Brent. And I listen, I think in terms – of Al Woods and others like him, like let's be honest here, we haven't seen a lot of young guys who have said, you know what, like we haven't seen a lot of first year, second year guys saying, well, I'm going to opt out, man. This is not for me. You've seen the guys that have been vetted in the league for a while that have made their money. And listen, I've I've never had millions and millions and millions of dollars in my bank account, but I have to think that once you get to that point of your career and money's not really a motivation, let's say, or money's not really a factor anymore. Well, then you have to have something to fall back on in terms of why you still play the game, right? Because your family's taken care of. So either it's because, number one, A, you love the game and it still brings you some type of joy, or B, you want to win a championship, okay? And maybe Al Woods kind of thought a little bit of both of them, where it's like, you know what? I got that testing stuff done. I see how it's going to be. This isn't fun to me anymore. This, this isn't what I'm accustomed to. We're all creatures of habit. Anytime you disrupt that cycle, you disrupt that habit, um, it can turn some players off. And maybe Al Wood just got turned off with that. And then obviously, too, maybe he's a realist and says, you know what? While I'm optimistic, I'm here in Jacksonville. Are we really going to go to a Super Bowl this year? Probably not, so I'm going to opt out. Keep in mind, though, I mean, the Chiefs have had a couple players that have opted out as well. So it's not just because Absolutely. you're winning a Super Bowl. You and know that's I mean? why I don't think Everyone's it's Everyone's got their own reasons. You yeah, can't, I don't. 
I don't you think it's fair to label them like, yeah, okay, you're not going to be very good. Yeah. Uh, in fact, there, I, I think I saw some an exchange between like Patrick Chung and uh, Tom Curran up in New England who recover, covers the Patriots. And to be honest with you, I didn't really think Curran said anything that wrong. But Chung took uh, – um, he was asked basically as like this, if Tom Brady was still there, would guys be opting out? Yeah. And I, I actually thought Curran did a fine job answering the question. I really did. Uh, Chung took a little offense to it. And like I get, I, I guess I I get where the players are coming from too. But I'm just like I'm telling you, like these would be my thoughts. Mm-hmm. All right, how good are we gonna be? Is this worth going through this? How much money do I have in my bank account? How much money am I gonna make this year? I think those are reasonable business thoughts. And by the way, how much do I still love the game at this stage of it? Mm-hmm. Those are those are reasonable thoughts. You know, we keep putting like risk in COVID nineteen category. Yeah, which is true. But it's a risk and a half to play the game yeah. on a normal year mm-hmm. because it's so violent. Without a doubt. And you have to be in the right mentality to play it. Anyway, here's what Al Woods did say about opting out. While I was excited to join the Jaguars, I've made the tough decision, given the current status of COVID-19, to opt out for the 2020 season. The health and safety of my family has always been the most important thing in my life. I love the game of football. We'll be rooting hard for my teammates this season, and I look forward to rejoining the Jaguars in 2021. So obviously Sites family and, and just – feelings uh, or views of, of the virus uh and that's it didn't go anything deeper um which is okay doug marone says as i mentioned to our media yesterday we all understand the risk associated with covid19 we will fully support any of our players and coaches that choose to opt out this season it's important for every individual to feel comfortable and to believe that they're doing what's right for themselves and their family as an organization we respect Al's decision and are fully understanding uh which is good response by the jags that's that's been their mentality that's got to be team's mentality you have to respect it uh nobody is going to come out and say anything else uh and, and that wouldn't be wise to do so um, and, and that's it. It's as simple as that. It's really a cut and dry situation uh, for front offices, for for coaches. Uh, and, and if players want to make it cut and dry and just say, hey, I, I don't feel that comfortable doing it. The one other thing about it, I really believe this in any job, but I really, really, really believe it when it comes to professional sports. Mm-hmm. And, and I would like to say most sports, but really professional sports. Man, if you ain't all in, don't show up. Yeah. So, like, if my it's, point it's being is, like, if you're doubt, if you have doubt, like, man, I don't, I'm not comfortable with this going on. I should, I shouldn't, I. Uh, your best course of action is probably don't go mm-hmm. if you have that option. Now, every year you don't have that option. Again, I, I'm kind of putting it in the context of, man, do I want to play this game still or not? No, I'm putting it in the context of, hey, this virus is real. It's risky. I have my doubts about it. I think there is plenty of doubt going on, but by the time they get to games and playing this game and how fast it is and how violent it is, you've got to be all in. You have got to be committed to it. It's like a, it's like Tiger Woods hitting a golf shot, man. Yeah. If you're hitting over water and sand traps, you better be committed with that four iron. Or don't take the shot because it probably ain't going to work out very well. Well, this is a little more serious than that. So coaches that I've had in college and also the pros always love to use this cliche, one foot in the foxhole. And if you have one foot in the foxhole, you might as well just get out because we don't need you here. This can be applied for what's going on right now with the COVID-19 situation, where if you are a player and you are worried about what's going on, right, and your heart and your mind just aren't in it 110% or 100%, some people that drives them crazy when you overestimate whatever, but um, 100%. Then just you know, this is the year to do that. Then it, it's the year to get out because 
no one's going to fault you for doing it. Like I, I haven't really seen any outcries right now of players say, well, why do you, why are you going to leave for COVID-19? Like, I think, you know, everyone's supporting each other. Even like Dante Hightower, you know, uh, a Pro Bowl middle linebacker from the Patriots. They'll love to have Hightower on that team still, obviously going forward. But you know what? I don't think I see a lot of his teammates saying, I can't believe you'd quit on us. They understand. So if your heart's not into it, if your mind's not into it, well, then you're doing yourself a disservice, number one, because you risk the chance of injury because now you're not focused. But number two, you're doing your, your teammates a disservice as well because now you're letting them down. You're, you're letting the city down. You're letting your player. You're letting everybody down. So if you're not into it, man, that's okay. It's okay not to be into it, but then just walk away and come back next year. It's simple as that. So I agree with you there, Brent. You can't have one foot in the foxhole, everybody. One foot in the foxhole. I like it, uh, and uh, no doubt about it. You know, we mentioned Marcel Darius. It got me thinking, who else is out there? Yeah. And uh, Jadavion Clowney's still out there. Yep. Devonta Freeman is still out there. Names Big, you know, right? Jason Snacks. Jason Peters. Yeah. Uh, I'm not talking just on the defensive tackle. Oh, okay. I'm kind of talking in general. Okay. I, it got me thinking, who else is out there in terms of players? Uh, Beecham signed. Uh, Peter, did Peter sign back with uh, the Eagles, actually? This might be an old Jason list. Jason Peters did, yeah. Everson Griffin is still out there, though, yes. right? Yep. Uh, this must this must be a little dated, this list that I'm at. Uh, Logan Ryan's still out there? Corner? Spot? I think he is. He is. Alec, Alec Oletree, inside linebacker, still out there. Okay. Uh, Larry Warford says he's not going to play. He was still out there. Yeah. Uh, and a Pro Bowl guard. Uh, Keep in mind, too, Jordan Reed's still out there. And Jordan Reed said he still has, you know, intrigue to play. And ton so, of risk for a team. Well, that I mean, takes obviously. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bennett uh, retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was still available. You know who's interesting? There's snacks. Yep. Yeah, Snacks Harrison. Ziggy Ansa, Ezekiel Ansa. I played with him in Detroit. Remember, he was. He the, still isn't signed. He was the cat out of BYU. Yeah. Um, you know, he's I thought a, the Jags were going to take him, actually. I know, right? There's, there was a lot of talks that the, the Jags would take him, actually. Um, he's still out there. I mean, he's got a little bit of an injury history, but in, in terms of a, a very. He's probably. I mean, he's a vet now, but came out as a very raw prospect. Um, athleticism, physicality off the charts, and maybe a guy the Jaguars. I mean, if things get bad, you could bring him on. I didn't realize he was still out there. Yep. He didn't sign with, like, Seattle? He was with Seattle last year, but now he's a free agent again. Okay. Um, you know, by the way, this name, <laughs> really what got me thinking about this kind of list, is is a guy like Bortles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really what got me thinking. Uh, not for the Jags. It just got me thinking about, yeah, okay, who else is out there? <laughs> but uh, Bortles is still out there. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Dark Reds Denard, by the way, who the Jags tried to pick up, uh, signed with Atlanta yesterday, so he's no longer out there. Uh, you got some names. Timmy Jernigan from Lake City, Columbia. Vinny Curry still out there? I mean, I don't know. Remember Jernigan, by the way? Jernigan, didn't he sign with, like, Houston, and then that physical went bad or something? Yep. And it, it kind of like the Denard deal. Correct. Delaney Walker's still out there. Delaney Walker's still out there. Hmm. But you want to talk about, once again, injuries. No, it's not necessarily to the point of Jordan Reed, but... Delaney Walker, he's he's up there. I mean, the guy's 36 years old. Yeah. Uh, how about a guy like Taylor Gabriel who's still out there? That an interesting? No. Listen, anybody from the from the um, Taylor Gabriel came from Chicago, right? Yeah. Anybody from that Chicago offense was not named Allen Robinson. I'm fine on. Yeah. Including your boy. Shaheen. There are some big names out there though. It's interesting that are still sitting there. I'm right, trying like, to play some Madden right now. Yeah, we got <laughs> we fall in love with the name, not the game. Yep. Speaking of, we love the name and the game. It's Mike Burrish from Action News Jax. Oh, nice. 47, Morning, Fox 30. He's about to go on. He's got a hurricane update for us, and then we got a question for him. What's happening, Burrish? <laughs> well, not much. We have Isaias. 
On its move to the northwest, it's a Category 1 hurricane, you guys. It looks like it's going to make a landfall or awfully close to West Palm Beach later tomorrow and tomorrow night. So a hurricane warning is now in effect for southeast Florida, and we have a tropical storm watch for St. John's County. That includes Ponte Vedra, St. Augustine, and Crescent Beach for the possibility of 40 to 50 mile-an-hour winds by later Sunday and Sunday night, some heavy rain and, and even an isolated tornado threat. You have a track coming out here at 5 o'clock because I know earlier in the day it had jogged back to the west a little bit, right? Right, it had, and it's just about stable now. Uh, maybe just a tad, well, it's more west on that southern end, closer to West Palm, but it still is a good 75 to 100 miles east of Jacksonville as it moves by to the north and could be weakening to a tropical storm at that point, but it, it could still be a low-end Category 1 hurricane. It's going to be very close there. So that track forecast is out. It's updated and hasn't changed a whole lot since the 11 a.m. advisory. Answer us this question before we let you go on TV. Uh, okay. How soon do the names get named? Those are picked out years in advance, and that's those are picked out by the World Meteorological Organization, the good old WMO. Can you imagine that meeting? And they uh, <laughs> and they pick them out years in advance. They rotate every six years alphabetically, male, female, and they it was it was decided about twenty to twenty five years ago that they would try to become more. Um, diversified when it comes to the tropical names and boy have they with Isaias huh yeah, absolutely and we had to go to Lorena Inclan just to get the pronunciation earlier in the show Mike Marsh exactly he's the best CBS 47 Fox 30 you can also listen to him on 104.5 WOKV good luck tracking the storm all weekend we'll be watching Mike thanks guys thanks Mike I'm gonna say one thing Brent real quick to all those people back home that have been texting me, hey, what are you guys doing with COVID-19? Are you going to be safe? Are you okay? You, you guys better keep that same energy with this hurricane coming in. You guys better check on me and make sure I'm doing about this hurricane as well. We'll give out Austin's phone number. Please call him. Yeah. Text him. And check on me. Check on Austin. If not, lose my number. When we come back, the major announcement and a guest on ESPN 690. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.